Well, welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We like to cover life in Iowa and things that are going on in Iowa. And today is uh, dove hunting season, opening day. And we have Adam Bolster of uh, Carroll, Iowa with us. Welcome to the program, Adam. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. So uh, you are an avid dove hunter. You're, you live up in Carroll, Iowa. You've got some, uh, we discussed you, you had some kind of uh, like public land that you and a group of like 10 went out this morning. Uh, yep. uh, tell us before we get into today's tell us about the the kind of tradition and the camaraderie and what it is that attracts you to dove hunting in Iowa um honestly it's just real good fun um you know you you get to shoot you get to shoot a lot um it's fast paced or it can be really fast paced um we we normally make a a couple day ordeal out of it like we all met yesterday afternoon at about so 2.45 in the afternoon and set up camp and we all camped and cooked and sat around the fire last night and woke up this morning and made our way out in the dove field. So it's just kind of a, a guy's hangout type event. Well, that, that sounds really exciting. Uh, uh, tell me about some of these guys that, that meet with you. Is it different guys every year or is it kind of the same group? Um, I mean, there might be one or two that gets added every year, but um, for probably um i don't know the last five or six years it's been the same group of guys so uh you started the first year what was the first year that uh, dove hunting was allowed in iowa 2011 2011 and you you went out you went out every year and had some version of what you're doing this weekend or this Uh, week the first few years was probably by myself or with one other guy but probably the last five six years something like that we've had a bigger group that um we go out with and the reason we camp is um dove plots on public ground aren't very common so there's people showing up two three four o'clock in the morning to get a spot so uh well uh what what uh what was your what okay so just tell me about what time you started uh, and what time the dove season opened and uh, what the kind of action was like? Um, well, uh, I got woke up at 4 o'clock this morning by one of my buddies and said, hey, we should probably head out. There's a bunch of other guys that have already parked and they're starting to walk out. So um, we walked out to the plot at 4 a.m.-ish, somewhere around there. Um, season doesn't technically open until 6.45 a.m., uh, at least this morning, it depends on what time sunrise is. You can shoot half an hour before sunrise. So, um, and that's about when we got our first shot. I think it was probably right around 6.50 when I heard the first shotgun shot go off. And it was pretty wild for the first 30, 40 minutes. And then after that, I don't think I heard a gunshot for probably 20 minutes this morning. Um, and then it was just pretty sporadic. One or two doves come in, but um, it was sad because it was it was not as good of a year as what we've had previous years. So, well, let's describe to our listeners what it's really like when the doves are really coming in, and it's a kind of a shooting gallery, and and the action is fast and furious, and and everywhere. Just let our listeners know what a rush that is. Well, um, it. If you don't have hearing protection on, you're not going to hear anything the rest of the day because it just gunshots going off everywhere. Um, and we were talking about it today. 
in the dove field, you shouldn't have a cold shotgun barrel. That thing should be hot from the time it opens to whenever you limit out, whether it be um, like 745 like last year, but we didn't limit out this year. Um, we only got probably, 20, I think it was 25 or 20, right around 25 birds between 10 guys. And we could have shot 150 birds between the 10 guys if we would have limited out. So, so uh, um, what do you, do you tell, tell our listeners how many, what, what is the limit for per person? It's 15 per person per day. So, yeah. So, uh, and uh, you're camping out. Uh, are you still camping out tonight or? Nope. We, uh, we all got to work tomorrow. I think we might try to make it out on Monday since it's a holiday, but uh, we, we won't camp out anymore this year because it's, it's kind of like pheasant opening weekend, how it's, used to be really busy i mean everybody was everywhere um if you're not there early you're not getting a spot because there's just that much of an interest in in the hunting community in iowa that loves this sport yeah the the demand seems to be outpacing the plots and the availability it isn't always easy to find a a, a place uh uh tell us about how, how you've seen the sport grow over the last uh, 10 years or 11 um, me personally, I, I think I've introduced six or seven guys over the last probably five, six years that don't necessarily go with our group, but now now go out on their own. Um, you know, when they first opened it, it it wasn't it wasn't a race to find a, a spot. But, um, you know, I think our parking lot this morning we had. I think there was 30 trucks in that parking lot. And I know we could see the parking lot for the other plot on that property. Um, and it was about the same, you know, and if most people go with a buddy, so most people ride together. So if you, if you double each vehicle, there's, there was approximately 150 people out there probably. Well, uh, you know, uh, let's mention how dove hunting, uh, licenses, uh, and when you buy your hunting license, fees of that goes to buy these plots, you know, to help feed the birds. And uh, uh, some of the and people from different states all around us come over here to hunt. And, and uh, it's, it's a pretty good boon for the economy, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you got to think about, you know, people are people are buying fuel. Um, people are buying. I know we had a guy run into town. Um, this morning before he came out to the plot, he kind of stayed back by the vehicles in case anybody else came up from our group to tell him where we were. Um, you know, when he, he ran into town um, to get some donuts and stuff for all of us guys. Um, you know, if you come from out of, out of state, you're going to have hotel room money that they're bringing in. Um, I mean, the DNR does a pretty decent job of planting plots. Um, I think they could plant more plots i don't think it would hurt um but you also when you're dove hunting you also want a good number of people on one plot so you can keep pushing the birds around um so they're not landing in a safe spot and they'll just stay there and eat all morning if you have if you have that plot completely full of people you know then birds just keep hopping from person to person basically trying to find a safe spot to eat 
Well, let's talk about eating uh, some of this stuff. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, uh, do you guys get together and uh, uh, have some of the meat? Um, we don't really do a cook with each other. Um, it's something that me and my wife do together. But um, no, uh, we don't really do uh, a dove cook with e with each other. I'm sure if we camped out a couple nights in a row, we would probably do some from our night before. But um, really, I just enjoy it with my family, I guess. Well, tell me, tell me when your family does sit down to eat it. How, how do you like to prepare it? And what do you like about it? We make uh, what we call dove nuggets. So basically, I take um, one half of the breast of of the dove and um, cut it in half, and then we we dredge it in some flour and we make like chicken nuggets, and they're they're delicious. We've we've smoked them wrapped in bacon. We've done um, where I marin marinated them in some in some Italian dressing and smoked them that way. Um, we made some. Uh, how do I want to say it? Like some dove fajitas last year, which turned out really good. I mean, pretty much anything that you use chicken in, you can you can put dove in. Honestly, um, it's smaller, of course. It's not nearly as big as a chicken breast. I would say, uh, if I shoot, if I was to shoot a limit of fifteen doves, it would probably be enough for me, my wife, and my daughter for for one meal. So. Yeah, it does pile up. Uh, it's like an ounce of meat, you know, or uh, per bird. And yep. they're really easy to clean, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're pretty simple. Um, I don't know if I want to get into the gruesome details on how to do it, but uh, it takes me probably about thirty seconds to do a bird. I would say so. They're they're pretty simple. A lot of people, it's probably pretty common that people just breast them out. Um, you know, there's not really any meat on there on their wings. Um, and, and the leg, you know, the legs are pretty small. You can, um, you can pluck them. It would, it would take a little bit longer and, and probably cook them like a, a Cornish game hen. I would, I would assume, but I personally haven't tried that. Um, I personally like breasting mine out that way. If there is some, some BBs or something in, in the meat, at least you can get the BBs out and you're not biting into a, a chunk of steel or lead. Well, it is a lot of people don't know this, but this is the the fastest growing uh, hunting sport for women. It is the most accessible sport and the most participants of disabled people. Uh, yep. Uh, huh? This is a a lot of uh, I, I talked to a guy uh, that had grandkids, and uh, he was restricted to a wheelchair, and he says, "You know, I can't take my kids deer hunting, and I can't take them pheasant hunting." But this is something I could take my grandkids out and do, you know. Mm -hmm. And now that it's finally legal, he does, you know. You know so it's, all... it's, it's a great way to spend time with your family, and it's a great time to spend time with your friends, and uh, it's a great uh, uh, excuse for a camp out. It, it, was, uh, it was really nice talking to you, Adam. Is there anything else you want to say? Well, I guess I would, it, I would just like to add, you know, it's probably not the easiest sport. It's the... It's the fastest game bird in North America. They fly at 55 miles an hour um, at, at their top speed. So, you know, you, you definitely just can't go out there um, without doing some sort of 
either trap shooting or clay pigeon shooting or something like that. You don't you don't want to sit all summer without shooting your gun because you're going to be really disappointed. And I would recommend um, if you want to try dove hunting, um, make sure you bring plenty of shells with you. Um, there's been there's been plenty of years that uh, we shoot three or four boxes of shells. Uh, it it's tough to hit the hit the little guys. Yeah, it is, but it's fun, and and uh, you get a big pile of them, and everybody has a good time. But let me ask you something. Uh, I was planning on going out this afternoon. Uh, yeah. The, the, you know what 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 is a good time for in the morning, and what would you say would be a good time in the afternoon to get in the flyway? Um, I would if I I mean morning. Um, I I like being out there at sunrise. I don't know. I I kind of like. I like watching the world wake up, I guess. Um, but evening, it depends on what time sunset is. I think it's like 7.30ish or something like that right right now. So, I mean, if if you would be out there at 5, I think you'd, you'd be plenty fi- plenty fine. Well, it sounds, uh, sounds like a plan. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm struggling to find guys in my area to go with and do things with and uh, – like you, there's not a lot of uh, uh, a place, but I've got a friend that has a, a pond and a cornfield and a, a lot of flat mowed grass, and yep. he's kind enough to let me uh, uh, shoot him. And it also has gravel, you know, so uh, and high wire, so it's got everything that they need. And uh, I'm looking for a good night. Uh, maybe there, yep. I'm a little further south than you. Maybe, uh, maybe there'll be a, a little more bus yep. up here. And I guess I would like to mention for people that maybe aren't um informed on where dnr plots are they on the dnr um website they actually have a link to a map that shows where all of the dnr planted dove plots are in the state of iowa oh well that's a big help for everybody mention that again uh the iowa dnr has a link on their uh website that uh you can look at where all of the dove plots in Iowa that the Iowa DNR have planted are. Uh, if you just Google Iowa DNR dove plots, uh, it should bring up a link that takes you right to it. It's kind of an interactive map. You can uh, you can click on it and it'll show you where the parking area is for all the dove plots. It'll show you where the dove plots are and it's it's sorted out by county. Like my county, Carroll County, we don't have any any planted dove plots by the DNR in Iowa. So we, we either have to go to Crawford County or we were in Greene County this morning. So, Well, uh, Adam and I are friends through a dove Facebook page. Could you mention the Facebook page? Uh, Iowa Dove Hunters, I believe is the name of it. So, yeah, jump on Iowa Dove Hunters. A lot of great pictures, uh, uh, a lot of great uh, smiling. It's, this is a great sport for young kids, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I, I can't wait to get my daughter out there yeah you, you got a young kid and you want to get them started on something and and you get them something out there get them a, you know a 410 or something and uh uh when they bring one down and connect and uh, if they can and if they get in with it where it's really exciting like that it's like a video game isn't it? it it's better than a video game yeah it's like it's like a real life video game you know and uh kids need to get out and, and experience the outdoors again and uh Everything's positive here. Adam, thanks for being with us. Uh, I might check in with you again later on in on the hunting season if you'd be available. Yep. Well, thanks a lot. This is uh, 
Round Guy Radio covering opening day of Dove season. And thanks for listening.